raw, uncut, and unapologetic. Welcome to Men Talking Mindfulness with your hosts John McCaskill and Will Schneider. Here we focus on helping men and those with men in their lives solve some of life's complex challenges through understanding the practices of mindfulness and how they can help. Each episode is in an environment free of judgment and criticism with a focus on authenticity and inner peace. Let's dig in. Hey, welcome back to Men Talk Mindfulness. I'm John McCaskill, and each week, my co-host over there, Will Schneider in New York City, and I break down and demystify an aspect of mindfulness and make it meaningful to you. Before we get into the show, just a couple of announcements. Our standard blurb, hey, we'd love you to help us grow the show. So take a screenshot right now if you're watching it. Take a screenshot if you're listening to it and share it. Share it with your friends, your family, whoever you think needs to hear this. Uh, you know, we really want to grow the show, not just for our own sake, but for those who listen. Also, we do ha- now have a subscription option for the MTM podcast. It's $4.99 a month, and that helps us keep the show going. And I can hear New York City in the background. I'll tell you what. <laughs> it helps us keep the show going and gives the subscriber access to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. Once you hit this link and subscribe on Spotify, you'll automatically see the exclusive content. If you listen elsewhere, you'll be emailed a link on how to activate your subscription. That's at www.anchor.fm forward slash men talking mindfulness forward slash subscribe. All right, enough on that. Let's bring Rich Maloney up on stage. Rich, welcome. Good to see you. <laughs> I like the salute. Welcome uh, down under Australia. It's 7 a.m. here. I've got a bit of a head cold, so uh, bear with me. <laughs> you sound great. You sound great. So for for our audience, hey, Rich Maloney is the founder and CEO of Quality Mind Global, a leading mental wellness training and licensing company. QMG has helped over 700 entrepreneurs and over 1,000 athletes in more than 50 countries achieve great business, sports, and life success through mindfulness. In his teens, Rich achieved his boyhood, boyhood dream of playing for an Australian football league team when he was recruited to play for St. Kilda Football Club. Unfortunately, the mental pressure that came with being a professional athlete was too much to handle, and his football career abruptly ended. This failure stayed with him. Rich spent years studying how the mind works before starting QMG in order to help others better handle the mental challenges caused by work and life. Rich is also the co-founder of Blokes United. This is definitely something I want to talk about a 24,000-strong men's Facebook support group that aims to reduce and eradicate men's suicide rates by providing a safe and supportive space for men to openly communicate about their challenges and feelings. All right, now I'm going to turn it over to Will to kick the show off with our opening practice, the five-breath opening practice. That's how we kick off every show, and we'll wrap up the show with another practice. But over to you, my friend. All right. Hey, so uh, so glad you're here, Rich. So glad everybody that's listening uh, and watching uh, is here. And uh, let's just take these five breaths just to kind of reset, refresh, uh, and kind of get ready to receive some of the, you know, this wonderful wisdom that we're going to hear from our guests and, and that we're going to create by um, being in this podcast together. So eyes closed if you can. If not, I mean, you can do this anywhere, anytime, no matter what you're doing. You just take these five breaths. So let's exhale out the mouth. Big giant breath in through their nose. Big breath. Exhale, let it go. 
Out, 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 out. Good. Big breath in. Let's count for five, four, three. Fill all the way to the top of the chest. Let it go again. See if you can empty all the way out. Pull your belly in tight. And a few more in for five seconds. Out easy. We just have two more in. Out. One more in. Okay. Uh, out. <laughs> I know, right? So let it go, yeah, let it go, let it go. <laughs> I know, you need some freaking breath out there, brothers, honking that horn. Uh, all right, great. So, hey, maybe feel how you're feeling for a second. Notice that that has changed anything. Just taking those breaths, and when you're ready, let's just jump in, open your eyes, and we are um, set to go. So thank you, Rich, uh, for being with us today. And, uh, you know, let's just – can we dive right into that story? Um, you know, you talked about the pressures of being an elite, elite athlete and, and how it ultimately, you know, is too much to handle. Can you take us through that story, and, and what was that like for you, please? Absolutely. Um, <clears throat> thanks for having me again, gents. Uh, so, yeah, I was a young boy. I was a bit of a wild kid growing up, and um, always my sport was my outlet. Uh, Dad wanted me to be an academic and all those sorts of things, but I just couldn't resonate. I think I was ADD, you know, back then. Um, I just loved to be active. So, anyway, sport was my thing. I was usually one of the better players growing up, and I was touted to be drafted to the big league and um, – just prior to that, I was about 16, 17 years old when it got serious and, you know, life I nearly nearly ended it. So I was uh, at that stage when I was a young 16-year-old had considered, you know, not going forward. So it was a really stressful time. So anyway, then I got drafted to St Kilda and uh, my, my dream of the lot arrived. And, but then I realised, you know, I'm, I'm pissing with the big dogs. You know, I wasn't just all boy in a pond anymore, you know, big fish in a pond. I was actually up there and, and that's when you get exposed, right? That's when your mental mm. pressure is when it uh, comes to the front. And, and so uh, in a short amount of time, you know, they, they booted me out and, um, you know, and then I went into a really big shift in life. And my identity was from this uh, so-called going-to-be eight-star into, holy shit, what am I going to do? And uh, in that year, my parents separated, so all hell broke loose. Mm. And, uh, and so I decided to uh, get up and go like a lot of young men do, bolt and run away. Uh, but I did it for a reason because I wanted to travel Australia. And the boys I was with, you know, were drinking a lot of beers and carrying on and I wanted to go and find myself uh, and get to know myself. So at the tender age of 21, I, you know, went on a midlife crisis and uh, travelled Australia um, playing semi-professional football. And so when you can do that, you get paid and I was surfing and carrying on. But then I... Then I went for it quite mystical and spiritual. I, I, I really fell into what's life all about? Mm. Who am I? And what's my purpose? Yeah. So looking about turning failure into success, I was like, I've really effed that up, but I'm going to find a way forward. And I didn't really know exactly the outcome. I just followed my heart, followed my passion, followed my intent. Here I was meditating. Uh, with groups on a Thursday night. Here I was hanging out at New Age bookstores, reading every book about religion, quantum physics, 
Wow. You know, you know, it's psychology, and, and I found my passion. I just like, this shit, I'm, I'm loving this. And yeah. it makes, you know, what a contradiction because on the football field, I was, I was bashing heads in for fun. You know, I was a bit of an enforcer. And I was literally, you know, becoming a bit of a spiritual guru. I was shitting myself a lot. Like, half of me. So anyway, just sort of a long story short, but uh, then I um, went on the journey of uh, entrepreneurship at the age of 32 because I've sort of finished that 10-year cycle of uncovering who the hell are we and, and all that sort of stuff without any clear answers but more understanding how to help other people get out of a rut. Um, and so um, and then I started one company, Engage and Grow, which is how to build culture very quickly. And I sold that around the world to an American company. Now I've got Quality Mind, which helps athletes initially not do what I did, um, but it now works with them around the world. Yeah, I, I it was. Could you? It was that you mentioned? Like I think it was like you're 21, 22, and there was that this this moment of clarity that you needed to kind of dive in and start practicing. Was there? Was there like a, you know? You, you had like one really terrible drunk night or something like that and something dramatically happened and you shifted your mind or was there like, you know what I mean? Was there, cause it's usually like that moment that the kind of light, light bulb goes on for most people. And it's just like, Oh, I needed more of this in my life. Was there something like that that happened for you? It was a buildup, you know, okay. it was a, many drunken nights, you know, I was scrapping the pub, you know, I was in a lot of fights. So I was locked up on the weekend sometimes and, Oof. My mates have said to me, you're either going to be mega successful or in jail. And that sort of hit me hard. You know, I was like, well, I'm not going to jail, man. So, um, yeah, it was like a build-up. You know, there will it just uh, – and then and, I, and this journey went over 10, 12 years. So it was like a uh, – you know, I was, I was hanging out crazy places, man. But but it was everything I needed, right? So it was like right. I can go into any environment and speak any religion. I can speak to a psychologist about understanding the basics there. I've got NLP, hypnotherapy. Um, I love sitting at a pub. I still have a few beers with the boys, don't get me wrong, and, and, and chatting to people. Yeah. It's my first pastime, you know. And uh, they call me the mind surgeon, my mates, because I sometimes get too caught into people's lives. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, like the the I mean, the title of this this episode is is turning failure into success. Yeah, you know, you 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 go through that, for lack of a better term, right now, existential crisis, <laughs> kind of kind of lost, and and finding your way to mindfulness, finding your way to a, what a a lot of what most people would say is is mystifying. Mm -hmm. um, you you find your way into this, and then you start your company. How how do you take it from this existential crisis, getting in? what did you call them scuff ups in, in pubs or something like that? Uh, you, you know, you, and, and now you're teaching C-suite folks in a business, you're teaching, uh, athletes about this stuff. How do they say, well, here's rich. He, he's coming from the bars. He's coming from jail where he's been locked up for the weekend. And now he's teaching me about success. How do you, uh, how do you do that? Well, I guess, um, I systemized it. So okay. that's, to help you become the the quickest way to become the best version of you, I call the personal activation system. And I've just been studying it for that long. Like I was going to life coaching, you know, diplomas and everything else in psychology. And I was like, man, just cut to the chase. Just give me the quickest way to go from good to great. You know, <laughs> I don't want 
all the fluff words and all the rubbish surrounding it and all the theory and, and who it came from 54 years ago. And I just, I just want to go from good to great. And that's literally what I've created. And I guess that's why we guarantee our, our results with Quality Mind because you can come in with anxiety, you can come in with stress, uh, depression, you can come in with many, most ailments blokes, men do, or women, doesn't matter, from the age of about, you know, 15 up, you know, mm. You've got to you've got to change the identity of the person, but it's got to be a process, right? right so I got renowned for building. So I could I can see a problem, and this is what I learned over these spiritual, mystical, you know, scientific years. Like everything we use is science too. It's not just woo woo, yeah. um, and it's about yeah. neuro, uh, neurology. So it's about brain change. How do I make that brain change quicker than anyone else? Because if the brain doesn't change, I'm not in business. Um, mm. so just then I, then I built this system and I started to see my athletes become injury free because mm. they were creating it themselves. You know, mm. a lot of their fears and worries and, and lack of confidence, low self-worth was, re was resonating and flowing into their performance, which when their performance mm. goes down, their injuries come up because subconsciously you don't want to be out there. Okay. So we worked on the deeper stuff and then all of a sudden they became some of them best in the competition. And I was mm. like, right. This works. And then I added technology in because our brains are lazy and habits need reforming. And so then I brought in an app and then I brought in have to use it every day. And then the seven, then we use neuroscience behind that. So everything I do is systemized, John. So, you, you know, you come in, you're going to go through a, mat, uh, a complete process of uh, rediscovery of who you are. Very cool. Uh, I saw on your LinkedIn page uh, you know, a, a link to a video that you had done with a news channel about how athletes are more prone to injury because mm -hmm. their mental state is not right. And I, yeah. I really thought that was interesting. And I, I guess that translates to everyone, right? There you go. Injury free your book. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, that, that translates to everyone. Um, yeah. How does that translate to the average Joe on the street, that mental state? And what does that do to us? Yeah, well, you know, you can look at this many different ways, but, um, you know, most of the people that are, that are sick in, in hospital, you know, there's a lot of trauma. There's a lot of issues, mm. there's a lot of baggage. There's a lot of um, anger, resentment, uh, bitterness. And so, you know, the body is like a barometer of the soul somewhat. Now, don't get me wrong, that's not all that, but, you know, after all my teachings and, and I've been through, you know, I've worked with thousands of people now, not just me, I've got a team of 40 plus in my team who, who run my systems, you know, people come in with all sorts of armors, man. Like, so basically you've got to get back to getting excited. You've got to get back to understanding, you know, where you need to be, get, get in flow. You know, when you're in flow, life comes to you. When you're out of flow, you're chasing life. And it's, right. it's arduous, but the chase is part of the journey because life isn't a destination, you know? So yeah. you've got to brace yourself for, you know, resilient mind for this world we live in. I mean, there's a crazy place we live in now, you know. It's, <laughs> it is. It's, yeah, I agree. <laughs> you know, with the way the financial markets are going, people are going to crash more and more and more. So you've got to build a, a resilience in that. And that's really knowing, you know, I think it's a three-step process. Know your shit. Know uh, who you are and, and why you are where you are. Mm -hmm. right? so that's, I mean, that's what life pushes you to do. It's like gives you so much contrast and, and heaps it on you. Until you've got to, like when I was a kid, it's like, okay, you know, get so you're pressured, pressured, pressured until you sort of get to a point where I've got to learn, I've got to grow. Otherwise, right. it's just it's heaping on you. And then stage two is really identify where you want to go. 
I do for where you want to shift. Mm. Uh, and then once you've got that, then really get into feeling it and then have a vision on it and take massive action. And so once you just follow those three step process, you can be an athlete, you can be a parent, doesn't really matter. But, you know, it's, it's the same with everyone because we've all got to be able to manage your mind. I mean, if you don't manage your mind, you don't manage your life. Right. That was, uh, sorry, Will, I, I've just no. got to, I've got to go here because it's one of my questions I wanted to ask, but you already yeah. mentioned it yeah. is you can be a better parent. Yeah. Uh, I want to talk about how you personally feel that you are a better per parent, better husband, uh, because of, I mean, really, if you trace it back, it really starts at this pinnacle in your life where you had a quote unquote failure. I don't call it a failure. I just call it a stepping stone, but yeah. you know, how did that change? who you are as a, as a parent and as a, as a husband. It's significantly, you know, cause I'm a redhead man. We, we, we go off, you know, <laughs> I've noticed. I'm just kidding. But anyway, so we live in a world where, where redheads get bullied a lot when we're kids. So we'll let them fight. <laughs> and so had a lot of resentment, you know, and so uh, I had to calm the farm on that, you know, I was like, okay, go and work on yourself. And here I was, you know, once I sort of figured this out, 32, 35, you know, I got married and, and um, I said to my wife, you know, I'm going to meditate strongly for six months every day. You know, I went to work and sat in the car and in the supermarket before the work opened and, uh, and I meditate for 20 minutes and, you know, I did it up to three months. I said to Chris, I said, how am I going? You know, she's like, geez, you calm down. A truckload, man. You wow. really calm down. And, and then I was like, right, it works. You know, so let's carry on with this. And then I started to do my introspection of, um, you know, what triggers me and um, and all those sorts of things. And don't get me wrong, man, I'm no, I'm no perfection here. You know, I'm still working on myself. But sure. it's about understanding that, you know, you're only as good as your as you, as you program. And right. my program was a bit of a, a, a battered mess on the way through, but that's what gives me the ability to stand on stage and tell my story. And people go, right, I always, you know, when I, when, I, when, I, when I sign up an athlete, I just say, listen here, dude, I didn't finish school. You know, I, I didn't do a psychology degree, but I've got a system that's proven and guaranteed. And, you know, mm -hmm. so I get a lot of boxes and, you know, people like that. Um, does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Sorry, let me just answer that. So, with my kids, I've got three girls. Yeah. Um, so, will they meditate every day? I mean, they may fall asleep. They usually fall asleep with it every night. So, I've, on my app, I've got about three hundred meditations that me and the team have done in the studio. Here. Nice. Uh, and a lot of them are for kids, you know. So, understanding was anger and, and getting understanding your emotions and that. But we use thought shopping a lot, you know, which is reframing your thoughts. Um, and yeah, I like the way you put that thought shopping. I love it. Yeah, so people can go shopping, you know. So once they know they've got more options. Um, we, we have other things in the app called bubble popping, which is really getting rid of clutter. Because um, mm -hmm. it's like bubbles. Yeah, you know, your, your bubbles all, all around you and you just got to pop them before you go home. So getting rid of overwhelm before you walk in the door is really important for bloke, for a man, because we take on a lot, you know, and um, and there's a lot of pressure on us to, to feed the family, to – to, to be at our best and, and to see the boys and all that sort of stuff. So you know, getting rid of overwhelm is critically important because the brain can only handle so much. Mm. Uh, we have the tool in the app called bubble popping, as I said. I like um, it. So it's 
constant, it's constant awareness of how, who you who you are at the time. You know, it's constant awareness, so yeah. you don't let the program get in the way. Yeah, um, I w- I'm sorry, I'm taking some notes because I love what you're saying here, Rich. Uh, yeah, com- coming back a little bit to what you said earlier, that three step process and getting in the flow state, like you know, I- I'm just sensitive to like some listeners out there that. You know, and I feel like, you know, I, I know you're experiencing it. And I know John does myself like, you know, we're on purpose. You know, we're, we're really doing what we love in the world and, and, and finding ways to continually dig a little bit deeper, find more of that wisdom, find, uh, you know, ways to communicate with ourselves effectively and therefore, you know, take our passion and, and teach and communicate with others effectively. You know, what about, um, you know, some of them might be listening that, you know, they're they're kind of trapped if you will in like a nine to five or something that they don't enjoy and you know how this like is it necessary to kind of be in this place of like passion and purpose and and living through that uh in order to really calm the mind really quiet the mind because there's always going to be some sort of you know external agitation and be like oh i should be doing this or why am i not doing this or and kind of like maybe beating yourself up for not taking that risk when you're like 25 and you know shifting the direction of your life um, you know, so what, what do you say to like kind of people that or our listeners out there that, you know, that aren't like necessarily living their passion, if, if, if you will, um, and, and what's like, but also want to be more mindful, want to, to, to like have the relationship that you have that you have with your wife and you have with your children and same with you, John, um, you know, in order to uh, if, if I'm making sense here, if you can help me out. <laughs> so, you know, I work with a lot of people with anxiety. You know, because and anxiety really is you're, you're far too in the f- you're too far in the future, or you're too far in the back in past, right? So they can't you balance out into the now often. And when you get into the now, when you actually get into the now, you actually cannot have anxiety. You know, you can't. It's impossible. So, you, so that's not just the answer because living in the now is nearly the hardest thing to do, right? But it's, <laughs> yeah. so, so most people, why is it so there? Because most people don't even know what they want. Will. You know, they're, they're running around subconsciously in life, not even really knowing what they want. They've gone to grad school, they've gone to uni, they've gone here, they, and next minute they're just looking for the uh, holiday they're going on with, you know, with the boys or with the missus. And, and then, um, you know, so we get we get people to get clear on what you want and with, with no limitations and then yeah. start building towards that. So if you're stuck in a rut now and nine to five and cash flow and that's cool, that's where you need to be right now because everything's everything has its purpose, right? So right, now start thinking, what do I want? You know, what do I really want? And I've been I've been asking myself this from those early days, right? And so, mm-hmm. and then once you get clear on what you want, and you, and you have, and this is important. So what we teach is to to get into that state where you you what you want is, excites you. You got to follow your true north, right? Your true north is your soul's direction, and that could just be. You know, on the you know in the next month or two or in ten years, it doesn't matter. But you know, my true north was to help people become the best version of themselves. Once I realised that I was becoming the best version of me, and I didn't know how or when it was going to happen, and and that's the key thing. Don't worry about how, when, because that creates more anxiety. Right? Mm, Just get on, get on the fast track. Because most mm. people like like literally, it's like this. It's like people walk through life like painting a canvas. And so every day you're painting a canvas, every day, every moment of every day your thoughts create. And so if that's the case, then, you know, most people get up in the morning and, and they, they, they're painting a canvas, like literally, 
like pretend I'm painting a canvas. I'm not even looking at the canvas mm. right, with a bunch of paintbrushes. And then you look at the canvas a year later or a month later, it's a blurry mess. And that's called your future. All right. But then we get <laughs> clear on the canvas and use the right colors, creating exactly what you want. And then you can create because what you think is what you get. It's the law of manifestation and attraction. So feeling your future, like Joe Dispenza says, is critically important. So feel your future self and as often as you can resonate with that when you're having downtimes, when you're going for a walk to get a coffee. Just actually walk like you're in your future self. And this is the first stage to breaking out of stuck in a rut. No, thank that. That's very helpful. Yes, and you know, and it starts with like one. It could start small too, right? It doesn't have to be like a massive career shift overnight or in the next couple of months. It's just like you know what I'm going to start. You know, getting. I think what you mentioned about the canvas, I love, and and what we can include here is like being intentional instead of it just being a bunch of brushes, a bunch of colors, and a bunch of like chaos on the canvas. It's like no, I'm going to start painting in this stroke in this color. And that can look something like, you know, just getting to the gym, going for a walk, eating healthier, you know, and, yeah. and then that, that could be the, the first step on the path. Right. And, and what I love what you say here, it's like, you know, continually feeling your future self. And it's so important because we, we live and we work from that emotional realm. And if we're continually living and accessing and seeing and feeling like we'll eventually yeah. like step ourselves into that future self. Um, but it, but it takes it takes um, you know the the practices that that you've what's the, what's the name of your app if you I, I love to hear what for our audience Mind Global Quality yeah, Mind Global app on there yeah Quality okay. Mind Global yeah. okay great a life potential scorecard which you can do for free on our website which is qualitymindglobal.com uh, and you can do a, like a nine question on body mind and soul balance and it gives you an understanding uh, where cool. you need to move on. Uh, like just on that, you know, we work with first responders too, like police and so forth, and you know they deal with a heavy load, right? Sure. Yeah. Uh, not only that, you know, there's PTSD involved, which I can get rid of pretty quickly, but it's it's something I've learned. But you know, once you break through the PTSD, you know, then you've got to rebuild them. And there's so many people that are struggling in that first responding industry. I can't tell you. So, um, and to do that, you know, it's it's baby steps. You know, it's baby yeah. steps. Yeah. There's ways to do that. But, um, you know, that's a big, big area for us. Yeah. And those baby steps are so important. Like, I think everybody just looks at, uh, you know, a shift in, in life and time, you know, just a massive, like, you know, eradicate everything, scorch the earth, you know, behind you and just move forward. But it's like the little steps that, that really add up over time. So, yeah, thanks yeah, for that. With that too, like with our clients, we was 80% forward and 20% back, right? So you've got to get 80% focus on what you want, where you're going, who do I want to be, uh, and then the 20% is just cleaning up the muck. You know, just going, right, yeah. I, well, I stuffed up that relationship or I, I burnt that person. I've got to come to peace with now, either them or me or whatever it may be, and just know that everything happened in your childhood that was perfect, even if it was shit house, you know, and start to yeah. come with all this stuff. And then once you really man up like we say you've got a child or master you know your child is the control freak your master is your soul's energy somewhat and then there you, you get back into flow uh then you can sort of see see the gifts of it all in the past you know yeah go back and connect the dots right for sure yeah. mm -hmm. uh, i want to touch on uh you mentioned joe Dispenza, dr joe uh i went through yeah. one of his programs a couple months ago i really enjoyed it got a lot out of it but you also in that mentioned the, the law of attraction. And in one of your YouTube videos, you talk about the four universal laws, control, 
change, connection, and attack uh, and attraction. Um, can you dive into those a little bit? And then yeah. with those four laws in mind, um, how does one take control of the negative stories that we tell ourselves? I love this conversation. <laughs> so, so like, so what's a universal law? Universal law is like it's a non-negotiable. Uh, it's a yeah. We've got law of uh, gravity, for instance. You know, uh, cause and effect. So anyway, the law, the number one law that I like to talk to is is the law of control. You've got full control of your thoughts. You're in. You're in the. You're in the. You're in the seat. You know, you got full control. But most people will just sort of say, you made me feel like that or, you know, mm. it's their fault and whatever. No, no, no. You're in full mm. control. Now, don't get me wrong. There's a program underneath us in our subconscious mind that drives a lot of those thoughts, right? But we get to choose what we want to think about. So these, our program comes up, we splurges all this rubbish out, I'm no good, you know, all this sort of stuff, and she doesn't like me, he doesn't like me, and it's just garbage, right? So you get to choose about, you get to choose about your thinking. So that's the first one, the law of control. So what are you going to do once the thought comes through? Because we can't sometimes control the thought when it comes through, but you can control it when it's there, right? Mm. So then you, you can, then the next law is the law of change. And so what are you going to do with it? You get to choose this. So right. don't get in momentum because most people will just go, you know, uh, my future's not looking good, my future's not looking good, and all of a sudden they've been there for three days. You know, and then the momentum was like trying to stop a car rolling down a hill in San Francisco. You, you know, at the bottom of the hill, you're going to get slaughtered. So you've got to get hold of it quickly, right? So the law of change, number two. And then the law of connection. And the law of connection means your inner world is a reflection of your outer world. Right. All right. So if your outer world's in chaos, it's because your inner world's usually in chaos. Mm-hmm. All right, so so how do you get your outer world to slow down? Well, you got to slow down the inner world. Mm. That's part of the law of control and law of change, because what you think is what you get, which takes us to the fourth law, which is the law of attraction. Because then you're going to well, if this is out of control, that's out of control because I'm attracting it, I'm creating it. Okay, so the fourth law is the law of attraction, which is the most powerful universal law. Because you know that's what happened to me when I was a young boy. You know, I was resonating anger. And I was going to pubs and fighting a fight very quickly because I was resonating that vibration. Sure. Yeah. You're tracking you know? the violence. Yeah. yeah right. And because, and because you're redhead. Yeah. And because you're redhead. Yeah. Because <laughs> 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 I'm so, so totally. Yeah. I had a mentor going, man, what are you put, you're putting it out there, dude. I was like, yeah, right. So I, he taught me to go into pubs and just seek happiness and gratitude and, and just, you know, my mind being ridiculous, just goes being friendly to people and, my, and it stopped. Oh, wow. You know, just stopped. And then I'll go, right, oh, this works. And then, um, and, and, you know, even with finances and things like that, you gotta, you got to think rich. you got to feel rich to become rich as well. You know, if you always feel poor, bad poor, you're going to create more poor. So just know sure. the law of attention, you know, really is about intention, you know. And it's yeah. not only intention, it's about your vibration and you're making sure that you're, vib- you're, 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 you're resonating at the level of um, the, of that happiness, do you know what right. I mean? Right. Then you see right. more happiness in front of you. Yeah, and that's that's what you know. Doctor Joe talks about quite a bit is is literally the the magnetic vibration that you put off, and what yeah. the, what that does to the universe, but also what it does to the you know the immediate surroundings around you. 
um, they've they've actually measured the magnetic signature of a room of people that he is in. And when he leads them through a meditation of, of a certain sort, that that magnetic uh, signature changes. It's pretty, uh, pretty wild to to dig into that science. Um, So really cool. Six day retreat with him here in Australia, and nice. it was mind-blowing, you know. And then I went over to America with you guys to California and studied at the Heart Math Institute. Oh yeah, you know, that's where, where Joe, you know, sort of gets a lot of his science from. Uh, and then they have these portals all around the world measuring, you know, measuring the coherence, coherence, planet, sure. you know, and this sort of stuff. So they're onto something. But the world's very head focused. No, it's everyone's yeah. about here, and you know we want to teach people to go from head to heart and gut, right. head, heart, and gut, yeah. not just head to heart. You've got to bring right. your gut in. You sort of do it. Your um, you know, you call it your rudder. Yeah, yeah, we did a uh, we did an episode with Dr. Uma Naidu, where she mm-hmm. talks about this is uh, your her book is uh, your brain on food, and she talks about you know the neurons in your heart, the neurons in your gut and how there are more messages being sent from our gut and from our heart to our brain than the other way around. It's, uh, it's just fascinating stuff and, and stuff I wish more people knew and realized that we truly do think with our heart and with our gut. When somebody says, hey, I'm just going mm-hmm. with a gut feeling, they really are going with a gut feeling. But anyway, that's a whole nother show. Um, <laughs> I'd love to talk, you know, you talked about your first responders and in that uh sentence or so you you mentioned you know a lot of them have post-traumatic stress um i'd love to talk about blokes united uh Mm. i know we covered it a little bit in the bio but can you tell us more about what blokes united is um how it started and what the vision is there yeah so um uh prior to covid uh gentleman barry hall well sean higgins actually sean higgins who's an elite athlete here one of my first clients uh, and a business partner with Quality Mind now, he and I were sort of thinking about, you know, some stage going out helping more blokes then. And um, anyway, so and then Barry Hall, who's a, you know, he's a bit of a wild lad here in Australia, a big profile. I was coaching him, preparing him for, or just getting him in a good place, you know. And so we had the idea that uh, he would go on stage and I would coach uh, around Australia. And um, then COVID hit. And so within, I just woke up one morning and thought, this is an opportunity for us to help because people would check, you know, we're not good. Yeah. Sure. And so we put it out there to the media that uh, Blokes United is a safe forum uh, where you can, you know, put anything up on the page. But if you choose to uh, bring negativity to it, you're instantly deleted. And, and that's how we were built it, right? So it's a safe place for blokes to come on and vent. Uh, and and support each other. So yeah, it blew up. It happened really quickly. We had quite a lot of media, um, and um, with, before you know, we had twenty four thousand members in say six months. Wow! Like and so we're interviewing some big, you know, A grade celebrities every Wednesday and getting their take on things. We're really just more of a TV station to start, John, just to sort of help people through COVID in lockdown. Because here in Melbourne, we were the most lockdown city in the world. Right? Yeah, we were bailed in. And um, so, uh, and then it just blew up and, you know, it's been a hell of a journey. We're a couple of years in now. Um, you know, I've had death threats. You know, I've had uh, all sorts of stuff on there because I've cut people off. You know, oh, there's... Oh, wow. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Talk uh, about toxic masculinity. That yeah, right or toxic masculinity. Well, uh, what is uh? Well, so what are some of the things that you know from all these different men that are connecting at such a unprecedented time? Um, you know, because I kind of a, a lot of us just a lot of people maybe those nine to five people out there, they just lost their identity or they needed to change their identity quickly because all of a sudden they're not going through the same routine every day and showing up to the office. And, uh, you know, what are some of the things that you were hearing from, from blokes United or, or like the, or maybe the, the big standout like needs that men were missing, uh, you know, just to help our audience. Cause like, you know, we're, we hear a lot from our platform, from each episode, we, we get multiple messages or comments and, saying like, oh, this really resonated with me or, or, or men start opening up. So what are, what are some of the things that you on other side of the globe, if you will, um, you know, uh, that you're hearing and, 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 and yeah, how are you feeling that need, if you will? Yeah. The key thing. So during COVID, uh, one of the biggest, uh, what would you say, topic points was uh, dads that couldn't see their kids. Because oh. so oh. they couldn't leave the house or, the, you know, whatever it may be. So... That was the topic really was like, you know, how to help dads. You know, it's a big topic, man. You know, it brings a tear to your eye instantly, you know, because oh, kids I are so can't cool. imagine. So, you know, a lot of help for that um, and helping blokes through. Because what happened, what COVID made us go in, right? It gave us, it forced us in. And right. so if you're in, you know, it's a place most people don't want to go. Sure. Because you know, that's what we keep busy, you know. And, and right, so. Yeah. Then, you know, obviously some relationship challenges were always popping up and, you know, domestic violence, you know, you'd never hear about it so much, but there was always, you know, discussion points around it. So that was the main topics and also keeping people entertained in, in COVID, right? So we would have all sorts of stuff just to keep folks active. And we had, we had um, morning yoga. We had fishing, fishing, fishing uh, groups. We had uh, meditation groups going at four, five o'clock in the morning. We had, um, uh, had personal training sessions Monday, Wednesday, Friday. People just get onto a Zoom, and there'd be fifty to hundred blokes all doing something in their wow. shed. Garage. Yeah, it was really pumping us. We had a full timetable um, scheduled in each week, and then when COVID finished, we, we dropped that because the need wasn't there. Sure. But mm. after COVID, the biggest thing is. Um, uh, men going through uh, divorces. Mm -hmm. um, you know, they, the justice system here in Australia is backwards uh, and men don't get a fair deal. And, and it's just hard to watch men get taken away from their families because of, um, you know, the help. Well, I, I don't know because there's always two sides to every story, right? But, right. you know, you just got to sort of lay it in. But you can put a comment out, you know, within minutes you've got 80 new friends, you know. So, <laughs> wow. And sometimes there's many times that people want to drop, them, you know, knock themselves. You know, so people rally. Yeah. Um, and then we have a very strict protocol on how that's managed. Now, is um, that a, is it a global group or is it Australian? Yeah. yeah. Global. Wow. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Jump on. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. No, we'll for sure. Show on. <laughs> yeah. We're actually going to talk about potentially making this stream on your uh, on your guys Facebook platform we could do that if, if you would be up for it uh, yeah. so, yeah. <laughs> we'll, yeah. uh, we'll have to discuss that another time but yeah um, yeah um, so I guess getting uh, away and uh, from the blokes United and coming back to mindfulness mindfulness in being successful whether it's as a business leader as an athlete um, you talk about again looking at your YouTube channel. You talk about mindful alignment. 
Can you tell us what mindful alignment means and how one achieves that? For sure. So this is what uh, I figured out pretty quickly because, you know, I was quite had high levels of anxiety. You know, there was depression. There was panic attacks and so forth and the kid, you know. Uh, when, when you, and I had psychologists who weren't really giving me the right equipment to manage this because they just kept popping up. So what I realised, because I, I, then I was, as I said, I was really working on myself, is there's six stages here, right? The first stage uh, to creating, well, just the mindful alignment is the first stage is the thought, right? The thought comes in, right? The thought comes in uh, and if it's a negative thought or if it's a thought that's not in flow with or congruent with you, your second stage is you'll get a sensation in the body, right? So thought comes in, I'm not good. You're going to feel a sensation in the body. It's like a tight chest or stomach cramps up or just something like you feel of a time. Why don't you guys do it? So if you think of a time when you had anxiety or worry or future concern, feel that and just go to where you feel. Let's just go there. So pick a time where you felt anxious or worried or concerned and just sit there with your eyes closed and then put your hand on your body where the sensation pops up. That's it. So have you got it there, Will? Yeah, yeah so I got you, it. Yeah, yeah. Right, so a lot of people can get it on the head, the throat, the neck, the shoulders, the legs. But the thing is, it's the sensation will always show up. Right, so the third stage is so the thought comes in, the sensation hits the body because it can't not, they're connected, right? They, it's just right. connected. And the third stage is you get into a mood, right? So I've had, I'm, I'm no good, I'm no good, I'm no good, I'm feeling no good, I'm feeling no good now. No, didn't even realize, but the sensation's in, you know, do that for half an hour to an hour, I'm into a mood, right? So that's the third stage. So you're all you're creating um, momentum. Four stages, if you do that long enough, you know, I'm not good enough, I'm not good enough, sensation in the body, I'm not good enough, worry, 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 whatever it is, mood into anxiety. Four stages, anxiety. Biting the fingernails, really worried about it now. But it's bang, 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 bang. Right? The fifth stage is panic attack, possibly. You know, because all, all panic attack is, is just overriding sensation and, and thinking. It's like, boom, 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 can't breathe, can't breathe. Overthinking, overthinking, right? So then you need to slow your breathing down. You've got to think you're safe, you're safe. And I've had many people have panic attacks in the office here. And the sixth stage is depression. Right. So you know, if you think about this, because the concept is thought, sensation, mood, to anxiety, panic attack, possibly panic attack, not always, depression. It's just you're on a roller coaster downhill. So, so the key here is literally to get right back up to the thought and that's what we call thought shopping, as we said before, Will, and change the thought and just reverse it because it's bullshit anyway. Yeah, it's reframe. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. So I hope you don't mind me swearing a bit on this station. No, no, no you, can, you can swear all <laughs> you want, Rich. It's okay. It's just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> all good. Please be yourself. That, Will. <laughs> I'm not right. I'm, I'm, that, I'm that predictable, John. I probably am. Oh, right. come on. We just like <laughs> together. I know. Just kidding. <laughs> But am I making anyway. sense? You know what I mean? So you yeah, go back to the absolutely. It, so I'm not, I'm not good enough means, you know, opposite that is. And it, people really struggle with sometimes. So what's the opposite of I'm not good enough? You know, I'm you know courageous, amazing. I, yeah. You know, whatever mm -hmm. it is, what happens is you stop the sensation. You stop the sensation in the body. And you start a new one. You know, if I'm well, saying like, I'm, you know, I'm capable, I'm able, 
I start to feel inspired. I start to like see new opportunities. I start to, you know, um, yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. And then it's energy, right? So you're depleting yeah. your energy, renewing your energy, and it's right. as simple as that. So, so the key here is because our thoughts come in so quick, you know, and they're not really they're not ours, really. It's your program. Is you've got to pick up on the sensation because the sensation is the alert, the alarm bell going alert, alert, alert. Mm. You're off track. You're off track. You're talking an absolute shit yourself. What are you doing? You know, but we go, we're so used to it in this society, we get medicated, right? Mm, so we go, because we haven't been taught how to manage our minds and emotions as kids, you know? I got kicked out of two schools because I couldn't manage them, you know? <laughs> so that's another story. You must have been one hell of a, you know, <laughs> I wish I would have hung out with you, Rich, when we were kids. That'd be a lot of fun. We had a lot of trouble, a lot of fights. We'd have a hell of a lot of fun. <laughs> Yeah. And here we are, 180 the other way, trying to help people avoid those uh, moments in yeah. their life for sure, or 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 or, or deal with the trauma, right, for, from those moments in our life. Um, yeah. What What do you suggest, Rich? As far as like, you know, I I, I was watching some of your content. And you said like, you know, uh, how do you, to get ahead of your thinking, right? So yeah. you know, we I, I think we just kind of touched on the importance of it because of, it can just boom take you right all the way through that series of six steps into depression. Uh, you know, what are, what would, what would you recommend, uh, for practices, uh, to get, to be, get in touch with it, your thinking and get ahead of them? So the best practice is win the morning, win the day, right? And so yeah. don't put your feet on the ground out of bed until you've mastered yourself. Cause we wake up with cortisol pumping through our veins because cortisol wakes us up, which is the stress hormone, mm. right? So that's already in us. Alert, alert, let's go, let's go, kids, family, whatever it may be, you know, but then you've got to go back in and go, hang on, hang on, let's get in control of this baby up here, right? And so it's like the six stages of the long mindful alignment is getting control, get into your vibrational state, and that sounds really woo-woo for blokes, so just move it into get into a happy place, all right, and just get, to your, get your happiness up, even if you, you've got to fake it till you make it, right? Today's going to be amazing. Today is going to be a hugely successful day. And I say this to my wife all the time now, and she'll say it back, because we're preparing ourselves for whatever may become because we live in a world of uncertainty, which is, makes it fun. Right. So get your shit together. Get your head right. Don't put your feet on the ground. Go th shopping for a new thought and get excited for the day and get it, fall in love with uncertainty. And so... Really critical. So then you start strong, right? You know, other tips and tricks really are as I get in the shower and I'll put on something on YouTube or something, I can hear it in the background, whether it be music or some sort of lift up. Um, you know, whether it's, I mean, I study, I love studying now, you know, that stuff. So yeah, I'll just, same. yeah, anyone that's talking this stuff and I'll just go, I've listened to you blokes in the shower, believe it or not. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> I hope it was inspiring. Great <laughs> share, that one. Um, so, um, you know, and we use the app because that gives you notifications. So you can set the mobile phone app and say, because I, I get up at 5.30, I'll meditate for about 20 minutes. I'll usually head to the gym, you know, or run there or drive there, and then that takes me till about 6-ish. Six, uh, yeah, so 6.30. Um so hey, let me start again. Four thirty, yeah, four thirty-five. I wake six. I'm at the gym. Seven. I'm home, and I'm feeding, having breakfast with the kids about seven, seven thirty. So that's that's my start to the day, and I'm in the best place possible. Right. Um, yeah. 
you have to be when you're coaching people, right? You know, I coach yeah. all the time. So, um, and then what you train. And when you coach and when you do podcasts, your energy goes through the roof, right? And plus, yeah. you're training. But yeah. I like that 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 win the morning approach, uh, Rich, because it's not just it's it's you're, you're exercising your mind, right? Trying to get ahead of your thinking, right? Win, yeah. win your morning immediately mentally, but also you're doing something. I think it's really important for people to hear this and is to do something physically, right? Like get the endorphins flowing, get the dopamine, you know, uh, rush, you know, by by going out for a walk or exercising in some way because we must reward the body. And if we reward the body by giving it what it needs, which is some sort of physical stimulus, the body will start to reward us. Right. And just by those connecting the mind, connecting the body in this way, in an inspirational way, like we go into our day, like what's what's our vibration? Then we talk about vibration, right? Mm -hmm. Versus like sauntering to the shower, you know, already worrying about your day and the upcoming meeting or phone call or dreading like, you know, whatever other part of your day that you're dreading. Um, you know, it just pulls you into that negative vibration and, and, and then everything, the whole world looks like shit. You know, yeah. and you're just continually stepping in shit, right? All the time, you know, and it's like you're attracting shit, right? I mean, because you're of a shitty mind, right? I'm getting, <laughs> can I say shit again? I probably can, John, right? <laughs> uh, but you get what I'm saying, right? But go ahead, Rich, please. No, and then your life becomes shit. You know? Yeah, then so, your life becomes shit, right? Yeah, and your relationships become shit, right? <laughs> it's all shit. So you just start to shit it, you know? Like... <laughs> that's right, that's right. So get ahead of your thoughts. So if your thoughts come in, so you might gonna am I gonna listen to this this rubbish, you know, because it's right. it's a program, right? You know, because so you, when it comes to the when it comes to changing your brain, this is just so science, right? It's seven minutes a day. Yeah, you know, so so you, so it takes twenty one days to create. You do it's all about consistency, right? Regularity and consistency. So yeah. that's why we guarantee on our program because our, our app. Is consistently uh, reprogramming their thinking throughout the day. Now, if you're doing that for 21 days straight, okay, then you can change that 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 thought into a habit, right? Mm-hmm. Then it takes 63 days to turn that habit into really who you are now, right? So then that habit right. kicks in who you are. Your brain's now neurologically shifted into a new version, right? But you only yeah. need to do seven to 30 minutes a day of focused intention. Of what we're saying, you get ahead of your thoughts. And so what happens is your brain, as you probably know this, guys, but just reiterating it, is your brain then shifts into a whole new paradigm which creates a new you. Exactly. So you get rid of, you get rid of bad habits and traumas along mm-hmm. the way because you can remember it, but you don't have the emotional connection to it. Yeah, awesome. Uh, I think that's maybe because I know we got to, it's almost, yeah, we got a few minutes, right? Uh, before we got to run, John, is that correct? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and Rich so, will appreciate this. I've got, I've got to go pick up my kids. <laughs> <laughs> so I've got to be a mindful dad and pay attention to that clock. Uh, but yeah. yes, it's, it's been great having you here, Rich. What, um, you know, how, how can people find out more about you, get in touch with you if they wanted to find out more about uh, Quality Mind Global or anything else that you're doing, keynote speaking, yes, everything else. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks, John. Yeah, so Richard at qualitymindglobal.com. You can connect with me there or just head to our website. Uh, There's a free life potential scorecard. Um, Check it out. We give you a free coaching session if you want that as well. So we've got a team of 40. Also, if you want to join a movement, get get in touch. But, uh, hey, guys, loving what you're doing. and It's been a great pleasure to to, uh, talk some shit. (laughs) Yeah, talk a lot of shit about good shit, right? (laughs) Awesome, Rich. Uh, 
We'll just do uh, maybe just close with a few breaths, John. You want to leave yeah. it? I know you look at yeah. your shoulder bothering you. Over yeah, there. It's, it's, it is, man. It's uh, I, I've got to get Teresa and uh, the lacrosse balls working that. Not get some balls on shoulder. your back, John. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> That's a constant joke. Standard. Sorry, sorry. All right. So yeah, we'll wrap it up with a couple of just literally just a couple of deep cleansing breaths, closing our eyes, bringing our attention to our place in this space, in this time, our attention to our breath, noticing the physical sensations of that, and now being very intentional about the breath, breathing out, letting your lungs empty, 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 pausing at the bottom, deep breath in through the nose, Nice and even, holding at the top and releasing. Nice and slow and even, even and slow, empty, 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 holding empty at the bottom. Deep breath in. Nice and intentional, hold at the top and release 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 and now go ahead and bring some movement into your body loosening up your shoulders your hands your neck rich fantastic having you here i'm glad we were finally able to make it a solid finger you've got one more point yeah i've got one more point and it's good <laughs> so if all listeners want to download our app okay so um there's a when you download it to get the premium version you can put in three four digits right to give you access so I'd love to give your listeners, you know, 30 days free access to the oh, premium. Yeah. What? Please. So men talking mindful. So MTM1, MTM1 will give you access to 30 days free and we can kickstart when we go live awesome. with this. There we I'm go. Gonna I'm going to check it out. That's I'm going to download it. Yeah, thanks, Rich. Uh, thank you again for joining us. I know it's been a while uh, to make this happen, being that you are on the other side of the globe. And then uh, for our audience, thanks for listening today. Whether you're viewing or listening, we sincerely appreciate you turning tuning in. If you got something out of this episode, like I always say, please share it with your friends, family, colleagues, whoever you feel could benefit. Also, please give us a review and subscribe to the podcast to get that access to the exclusive content. Until next time, peace. peace. Thanks, Rich. Thanks, everybody. Have a great one. Joining us today, we hope you walk away with some new tools and insights to guide you on your life journey. New episodes are being published every week, so please join us again for some meaningful discussion. For more information, please check out mentalkingmindfulness.com.